This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Making Finances Easier. Uh, my name is Paul Cochran from Providence Advisors Group. I'm joined with my friend and colleague, Garrett Crawford. Good morning, Garrett. Welcome back. If you'd like more information about what you hear on today's show, uh, please give us a call, 865-770-5031, or you can visit us at uh, makingfinanceseasier.com and get in our calendar. We'd be glad to have a phone call with you and uh, to, uh, you know, find out more. Uh, feel free to look us up you, on our website. You can see uh, you know, who we are, find out more about us. You can even see some of our uh, backlogged episodes, right, Gary? Yeah, they're all there on the homepage. Excellent. Well, um, so this morning we're talking um, about interest rates and how things have changed and so why don't you set us up a little bit garrett uh i was just thinking as you said that a uh, a year ago two years ago if you'd have said that i kind of would have yawned <laughs> uh <laughs> it, you know it, it historically at least in my tenure here at providence over the past 10 years or so it has not been a very exciting part of uh, the market or how retirees were generating income in fact it was kind of the opposite I, I used to have this chart where, uh, you know, a million dollars back in the day could generate fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars a year, and uh, I had this I, recently as of maybe early twenty twenty, late twenty twenty, um, after COVID hit and the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates to almost zero to help the economy to kind of keep things going, a uh, hundred thousand uh, dollars would generate about a thousand dollars a year, and so that's obviously a huge difference and so I think it'll be kind of a fun conversation this morning uh, because things have changed and for somebody that doesn't have their finger to the pulse of how these headlines are reason reading in the newspaper about Federal Reserve Jerome Powell raising rates and how that impacts personal financial planning decisions with your funds and assets uh, it, it's a big deal right now and so it started slow and over the past 12 months, it's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, sirens <laughs> are going off that uh, the landscape of generating income and how much you can safely earn uh, without taking a lot of risk is, is vastly different. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, if if you are a I'm going to put money away and I'm just going to kind of set it and forget it. This could be a season where kind of a set it and forget it um, could mean you're leaving money on the table. And people got, you know, pretty used to, um, uh, you know, like in the early 2000s, of when they had money in the bank or they had money in a money market, boy, they were earning money. And then really since 
since uh, you know 2010, as interest rates have continued to fall, um, people have kind of grown accustomed to not being able to make any money on yeah. what's in the bank. Checking accounts basically became convenience only. Exactly. Right? So I could go shopping without having to. Uh, you know, go get money out of my investment account. Exactly. So um, now the pendulum is swinging back the other way. And so if you're not paying attention, you're leaving money on the table. It's like, well, oh my gosh, well, I'm, I'm scared that the, that the, there's going to be a recession and we're going to lose all our money. And so I've just got to keep it in the bank. Well, there's, um, there, there's more to that story. And so uh, don't let fear of um, you know having watched the news cause you to um, take missteps and so um, if you're if you're out there listening and you've got a whole bunch of money in the bank and you're really not earning a lot um, please pay attention because this is um, if you're not earning anything and inflation is at six percent you're going backwards you know exponentially I could show you that in the calculator if you wanted me to, Paul. Yeah, yeah I bet you could. Um, but uh, so so when when the federal um, when Jerome Powell um, and the Fed when they raise interest rates um, and they they do it incrementally, what's happened now? Here we are, I guess a, a couple years into them doing this now. Then we. We're now at a situation where short-term treasuries, you know, two years and less, are paying close to 5%. Yeah, that was, that was a big number this past week. Two-year treasury generating uh, right at 5% yield. We haven't seen that in a long time. So think about that for a second. What that means is if you have money in the bank earning nothing, and again, just to reiterate, and again, I'm going to talk in some generalities here. So if you're a banker, feel free to call in. Uh, but a lot of the a lot of the brick and mortar banks um, during COVID grew in their cash reserves just exponentially because people got money, they weren't spending it, and so the banks gathered a lot of money. And so um, even when interest rates started to rise they weren't real motivated to have these tickler rates out there to get more cash in because they had plenty. What they were after more was loaning money out. Um, on, uh, conversely, some of the online banks were more sensitive to those interest rates. And so here, just two months ago, we hit the largest difference in terms of interest rates between online banks and the banks that were brick and mortar here locally. The, the differential in terms of what they would offer interest rate w- w- wise. And so now um, there are creative ways with taking very little risk that you can earn a lot more. So if you're a listener out there and you've got, you know, 100,000, 200,000, whatever in a bank account, um, We've got good news for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, I'll say I, uh, I do my 
personal banking at a local brick and mortar bank uh, just down the road a little bit. And so there, there's a place for all that. Uh, in fact, I, I just recently had a credit card number that changed. And boy, it was it was a hassle. It was frustrating. Just how many places I had to call to get my credit card number <laughs> updated with the different companies that I had different subscriptions on. And so there is a huge convenience factor of having uh, you know enough cash in your bank to let you sleep at night, but also just uh, you know moving money here, there, everywhere, having to reset all those automatic deductions from your bank account. Uh, there is a place for that. But I think what you're seeing uh, is that the local brick and mortar banks, because of that friction, they don't feel the same uh, pressure to raise their interest rates that they're giving their customers. And so I think my checking account is 0.1%, and I think my savings account is also 0.1%, right. uh, just because there's a lot of lot of hassle that I'd have to go through to change that. And I think that's probably where most clients, that even when I talk to them, the thought of leaving their bank for 35 years to go chase a 1% rate versus a 0.1% in the past, that, that hasn't been the most lucrative. But... Uh, I would say today, uh, it's we're not talking one percent versus point one percent. We're talking three, four, five, five and a half percent versus point one percent. So you can do the math there and see what the difference is. Uh, but there is a place for local banks, checking accounts, and savings accounts. But I would for for somebody that's that's driving around and you know they they've always loved simplicity and they've liked just keeping money there in their checking account and they've got a lot of it let's 250,000 plus just sitting in cash uh, I would say uh, being a good steward of your finances it's it's a good time to to reevaluate uh, simplicity versus the value of being paid more uh, for uh, possibly moving some of that cash out of your bank. So I thought maybe we could just talk about some of the different, uh, we've obviously had clients that we've been talking about this. Uh, I was on the phone the other day with one and uh, she just had a lot of cash. She, she felt comfortable with it in her checking account. And uh, we we were just talking through the different alternatives. So maybe Paul, you want to start, but how, do, how are you in those client conversations kind of segmenting different options for those people that feel like they deserve yeah. a higher interest rate on their dormant cash. Right. So uh, just yesterday, uh, my first appointment was a couple uh, that had been clients for some time. They sold uh, a home, a second home that they had. Their daughter had been in it. The daughter uh, moved. They, Her and her husband bought a, a farm. And so they, they were able to take this property, sell it, and they had, um, you know, after, you know, keeping some cash on hand for some other various and sundry things, they had about 150000 uh, but they wanted to keep that 150000 liquid in case they found another piece of property that they wanted to invest in yeah, sure. uh, for um, another family member to build on, uh, whatever. And, and not to insult anybody's intelligence, but when you say liquid, uh, all that means is that you can get to it right away. That's and, right. and for us, it's that's that's like a, a immediate same day, one day, two days. Right. In, in other words, um, liquid means I can have that 
um, if I put it somewhere that's earning money, I can have it back in my checking account in three days. Without basically. having to pay penalties. No something. penalties, no surrender penalties, nothing like that. Um, and so liquid means that it's it's accessible you know, right away if I need it. And so um, uh, rewinding the tape just a little bit more, what you said initially is I'm all, I have a checking account too, you know, and I don't earn anything in my checking account. I'm actually, I, I've been a, uh, you know, a USAA, you know, member for forever. So I actually, we do our company stuff down the street at Truist. And then we have, I'm, I'm a USAA member, have been ever since I was a teenager because my dad was in the Marine Corps and the Navy. And so um, the, uh, my check-in account, you know, there doesn't earn uh, very much, but uh, at both places. But I'm just rotating money in there. I have a uh, an emergency account, however, that I would encourage everybody to to think in terms of maybe their emergency account or whatever extra cash. Try to earn a little bit more. So. This couple yesterday, we're using the the basic, the kind of the lowest risk thing that we have that's liquid, because in their case, it needed to be liquid, and that's our stable value fund. Yeah. And it's real close. It's going to be somewhere close to four, between three and a half and four, depending on what's going on. Three and a half on. to four percent. Correct. Return. So that's that's the kind of the baseline for liquidity. And I, I do want to talk just just a real quick difference because I run into this all the time where I think clients know this and I, I just kind of have to explain it. But like that checking account, you you got your debit card, whatever. You go to the bank, you just get that. Uh, in your case, hundred fifty thousand, whatever. You could have that to spend that day. What we're talking about this stable value. Uh, the liquidity, it's not instantaneous that day, but it's super short. We're talking two business days. You can you can call in and say, hey, Garrett, I need the $150,000 to put a down payment on the house. And if you call me Monday before lunch, we can have it back in your checking account by Wednesday. So it's not immediate, yeah. uh, but two days for most people, that's like uh, basically immediate. And right. uh, 4% interest, 3.5% interest versus 0.1% for two days difference. So there, there's hardly any, very little difference there for a huge difference in value. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the, the specificity there. Um, but yes, for all practical purposes, it's, 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 it's liquid available real quick. And because the difference, when you start talking about 100000 $300,000, and you're talking about the difference between 4% and 0%, it gets to be real money real quick. Yeah, you can, you can if you put it in a calculator, 0.1% is a really small amount, and then you put 4% in, that's like a, you know, you can have some monthly spending money there to, to do some important budget items. Exactly. So... So um, if somebody says, listen, I've got cash, but I want no risk, you know, know, I want to eliminate, I want to eliminate volatility from it. Well, the stable value is going to come very, very close. It's, it's, it it is very, very stable and it is liquid. If they say, well, I'd like to earn a little bit more and I'm willing to not touch it for say three years say mm-hmm. well you get into the realm of of uh of cds and and uh, migas so cds and migas cds are 
kind of these certificates of deposit with a bank. And a MIGA is basically like a certificate of deposit with an insurance company. It's called a multi-year guaranteed annuity. And so um, the difference between a three-year CD, though, and a three-year MIGA right now is, is pretty significant. A MIGA, uh, a multi-year guarantee, a three-year with a with an insurance company, they're over five and a half percent right now. And so uh, there are, uh, in fact, we did one of these recently where somebody uh, with a safe asset class, they didn't want to take any risk. We used a five and a half percent MIGA and we're simply taking the interest off of that and putting it into their checking account. So it's an interest only multi-year guaranteed annuity so for three years they they lock it up as it were there are surrender penalties so they can't get to the principal without without a haircut without uh, surrender penalties but we make sure they have plenty of liquidity elsewhere so if they need cash they can get to it but this provides a, a safe place where they can uh, have interest-only payments deposited directly into their checking account. Yeah, I wanted to jump into, I was thinking of a little bit different slant. Uh, and again, uh, just to highlight, if, if some of these ideas appeal to you, 865-770-5031. We're talking gener- generalities here, but uh, everybody's unique. And so how we would apply some of these would be based on your preferences, your risk tolerance, how quickly you need the money. But the, uh, the slight variation I was thinking... Uh, would be for someone of even higher net worth, Paul, we're talking multiple million dollars of net worth, uh, repositioning a portion of assets into something that you could uh, lock in a four to five to five and a half percent interest rate for, you mentioned two or two years, three years. Well, I'm talking maybe even five, six, seven years. Uh, we all know those stories of those people that bought those 30-year treasuries back in the 80s that were paying 10-plus percentage points. And at the time, it was kind of like, you know, is that a good deal? But 30 years later, they were still making 10-plus percent on 30-year treasuries. And so for somebody that says, man, are these 5% uh, fixed income products, multi-year guaranteed annuity CDs, whatever, are they uh, – do we really see them staying up that high for that long? For somebody that you know has a multi-million dollar net worth, repositioning a sizable chunk, and I'm not talking 25 percent of your net worth, but you know maybe it's five hundred thousand dollars of your investable assets that are in something short term into one of these products or into one of these investments at a stable value. Uh, could, could be a big, big deal. And so yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking even the higher net worth people have more pe- more money in cash. And I know it's a smaller group of people that this would apply to. I get that. But I know those listeners are out there and they're just trying to think, well, it's not that I have so much money in the cash, but, it, you know, actually a 5% return for five, six, seven years, if I could get that and not have to lose any sleep at night, sign me up. Yeah. I mean, so let's just, let's just do the math. So even if it's just 200,000, think about that for a second. So Garrett, what you're describing then, if if I put 200,000 into one of these instruments, that's 10 grand a year, as opposed to if I just leave it in a checking account, leave that 200,000 in a checking account, I get 200 a year. 
it's not even close. And so it's worth some planning. I mean, that means you have a differential of $9,800. Yeah, it's a big deal. And I'd also say, too, uh, two or three years ago, you didn't have any other options. Exactly. And so for people, again, I'm thinking about that multimillionaire out there that's got their 401k, some non-qualified, non-IRA money. Uh, you really didn't have any other options a couple of years ago. It was either you stayed in stocks for the long term uh, to to get more than half a percent of interest or you earn nothing. And uh, fast forward just a couple of years and it's changed. And so if you're still in that mentality where I've got, you know, uh, 80% of my investable net worth staking, taking risk of stock market equities. Uh, and you're, let's say you're 60 years old, 65 years old, you could, you could reduce risk off the table, still get a four to 5% return. You know, I think you, you, you have to weigh that a lot less risk for a higher than, uh, one percent rate of return. I, I I think it makes sense to consider it. Right. So we went through that little season there, uh, particularly right before COVID, and and during you know uh, during COVID before inflation really started uh, kicking in, and the Fed had to act. So we're going through a season with with where we kind of had to choose stocks because it was the only place to make any money. Well, this is one of the advantages of working with a team like us at Providence. Uh, and again, commercial 865-770-5031. Because th- think about it. If all you're doing is setting it and forgetting it, then y- you're, you're missing an opportunity. So if, if, you're, if the place to earn money there for a season where you almost had to go into stocks, well, now there's... Um, there's this question of, well, is, is the stock market, how, how is the stock market going to perform in 2023, in the balance of 2023? Well, what we do know is there are some forces, uh, kind of headwinds going both ways. There's, there's some headwinds that all bonds, and they, if they keep it raising interest rates, well, that can be a problem um, to to the value of some bonds, but the very fact that interest rates are higher, you can get in on some bonds that are actually making money. And if interest rates go back down, as I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if it'll be this year, uh, but I think they will in the next decade as they go back down. As a bond investor, you get rewarded as interest rates decline, you get a bond price increase. So right. you can actually make money in addition to the interest income if interest rates go down. So it's an exciting time uh, for what we do, I think, uh, allocating assets differently than we would have even a year ago. 865-770-5031. For making any sense, hey, by all means, give us a call. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online 
at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.